Welcome to Stokes County Boys, a podcast in which two friends discuss a place and things that made them who they are and who they are not. As always, you're joined by me, Philip, and my good friend Patrick. Patrick, what's happening? Same old. A year of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a year. It's been a little over a year. You know, I was actually thinking in the second second year I should come up with a new uh, tagline, and I was thinking of that midway through doing our original one, and that's why I paused a little bit. <laughs> okay. Have you come up with anything yet? No, I was thinking of it midstream. So. so like as in right this second, you just started thinking of it? Well, I kind of kicked around the idea when I was doing some chores around the house yesterday. What was I doing? I might have been on a walk or something. And then I thought about it for the second time just now. Uh, you, you put an awful lot of thought into this stuff. I do, but a lot of it is when I'm like, if I'm like exercising or if I'm at, like out for a walk, that's when stuff. And so like I'm supposed to be, I'm trying to like get back into running if you don't know 2019 january 2019 i ran a marathon i did it it broke my body but i did it <laughs> I mean, you're, you're better man than me i, I can't d- drive that far without getting tired <laughs> well i will say i probably would never do a full marathon again but i could probably get myself back up to a half marathon but i'm not going to run my mouth about that too much but i'm trying to get back on like that pace you know and consistency but my thoughts get in the way of it. Usually it's somebody's body breaking down. Well, my body's breaking it down too. <laughs> but <laughs> but I also have all these ideas for this uh, show, and I have to like stop and write it down or do something. Isn't that fascinating? Fantastic. <laughs> all right. Sorry. All right. So today we're kind of doing a sequel of our uh, top five. We did uh, our favorite concerts we've been to. Patrick had this idea, almost as a, a, a companion to that episode, is five concerts or groups or, or, or bands that we want to see that we haven't seen yet. Is that is that what you were thinking of? Yeah, okay. pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like I, I didn't know if I get extra commentary, and sometimes Patrick gives me the goods, and sometimes he looks at me just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're out of practice doing this live again. You know, yeah, we, we get true. used to the Zoom method and then we get used to the the live method. And so today we're actually in person again recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, we're still, we were on vacation. We were kind of, you were on vacation and then I was on vacation. We banked some episodes and now we're getting back into it. Yep. Something that we did in the, um, if you recall, and uh, when I was <laughs> bothering Patrick while he was on his vacation in Puerto Rico, like I, I got a. He can't enjoy it fully and completely vacate. He's got duties to this show. (laughs) (laughs) But I read a little bit from this book I've got by Robert, in parentheses, Bob Carroll, called Stokes County's Old Odd and Other Stuff. So, And don't worry, Patrick, this is only volume one. I've got both volumes here, so if we ever run out of stuff here, we're going to do some Stokes stories today. What do you think about that, Patrick? Sounds good. Let's do it. I've got two, and they're pretty short, so um, I'll just read them to you, and then we'll... We'll learn a little bit, we may laugh a little bit, and then um, hopefully no crying. This one's titled, are you ready for this? George Washington spent two days in Stokes. Hmm. Now, you got to recognize, if you're from a metropolitan area, a major metropolitan area, you're like a big dignitary, somebody like that, so what if they came and spent two days somewhere? Well, for people from small towns, that's a very big deal. It is, absolutely. And so... Not only just some president, this is the first president, okay? So here we go. You ready? In the spring of 1791, President George Washington left the capital in New York to tour the 13 colonies. Um, I think at this point it was the 13 states, so this is uh, typo number one that we've noticed. All right. He went south near the coast to Charleston, South Carolina, and returned north on a western route. From the time he crossed the Yakin River north of Salisbury... On May 30th, 1791, to the time he entered Guilford County near Dobson's Cross. And then he was in Stokes County. It says right here, Patrick, you'll like this. The Moravians have taken full credit as his host on this visit, and rightfully so as they directed him through a tour of the village, and that's capitalized village, and provided entertainment for him. We don't have anything about what that entertainment is. There is no record of any officials from Stokes County being in Salem during his visit. And he provides a caveat. Let us not forget that in 1791, up until 1849, Salem was the largest town in Stokes County. 
Now remember, Salem joined with the town Winston, became Winston-Salem. It's that bigger city around there. And then later, it's in Forsyth County. But that was his brush with Stokes County, which nowadays is actually Forsyth County. So that's our brush with greatness there. That's still pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah, but I, I enjoy the Moravians taking the full credit for it. <laughs> yeah, let them have it. No, we'll let them have it. I'm sure they gave them, you know, cookies and sugar cake. What would the entertainment be? So if oh, you sure don't, be, I'm sure it'd be musical. Okay. I mean, that was a primary form of entertainment at the time. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's true. You just think of the cultures of the Moravian people. Like, would it be I, like hymns and stuff? I I would imagine like a festival type environment. Yeah, you know, would there be beeswax candles? Oh, there's got to be, right? <laughs> How did they how did they party into the night without these beeswax <laughs> candles? Well, I love that. Um now, see Old Salem is kind of this historic preserved little piece. It's kind of near downtown Winston Salem. And it's a cute little thing that a lot of people will visit, but for some reason we went on so many field trips to there. I don't know how many times I went there. Oh yeah. It was like every year. Yeah, it was a thing. It was just like that's where we went and we got you know, they'd always do it around the holidays when they'd have a little special Christmas stuff. and We'd learn how they made the candles and the breads. But I did enjoy those breads. Now, that was a little short one, Patrick, so I got another one for you. And this is another uh, brush with a, a historic figure. This one may be a little bit more um, notorious. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be the judge of that. We'll more, be the judge. More notorious than, than old GW there? Yeah. Well, we've already talked about... Uh, Stokes County's, uh, well, John Stokes' involvement with uh, helping the rise to power of Andrew Jackson, who was, you know, a, a piece of shit uh, president. But um, this one, well, you'll see. All right. So there's this big, long section in this called Families of Stokes. So it runs down different families, and, and there's some interesting stuff here. Uh, the majority of it is like this person married this person, and these two families married each other, and then... They lived on this small town and got like a land grant and built a house. But there's a few of these that have some pretty interesting things, whether true or not, but I, I just want to dig into it. You ready, PJ? Let's do it. So this one's titled Joshua Cox. Um, so this is, I, I like the end of this one, okay? So there's some things here. I don't know if all this is true, but it, it's pretty interesting, and then it, it takes a turn. You ready for this? All right, this is fine. Joshua Cox was born and raised in England. He joined the army and was sent to America to fight in the French and Indian War. So he's a British dude sent to America to fight in the French and Indian War, right? Regiment he was in was defeated and captured by the Indians. Most of the captured army was put to death. And this is where it gets a little bit more into maybe a myth <laughs> or legend. Most of the cap most of the captured army was put to death, but Joshua was such a tall, handsome, strong man that the chief adopted him for his own son. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh wow! Um, You're a strapping young lad. You will be my son. It, it, it could happen. I guess it could. I, this just seems more like a. a a novel or like last of the Mohegans type of thing then. Well, that stuff was like based on true story, wasn't it? <sighs> well, dances with wolves. It's, it's a big base avatar. based on, based on or inspired by there's a, yeah. Avatar. <laughs> 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 I think avatar might be more true than like dances with wolves. Well, unobtainium's a real thing, man. I know. I know. So he was adopted and not killed. Although everybody else was killed. So, you know, this guy, I mean, he is exceptional. One day while hunting, he became separated from everyone. He jumped into the Susquehanna River, waded, and swam for many miles. He left the river and walked south for several days. He came to the Brown Mountain area in Rowan County, which was later Surrey, and still later Stokes. So this guy escapes his captors' journeys for several... I mean, this you can make a movie out of this. You could. You could make a movie out of this. And and I'm wondering if he told this story, and, <laughs> and this is why we have it. He decided this was the ideal spot to live. Okay, because the river ended. I don't know. Was he going down the Dan River eventually? Maybe. He obtained a land grant, uh, married, and built a house. Now, here's the other thing. This is crazy. His young daughter was captured by the Tories and kept his prisoner for a short time in the Tory den. Okay, so he's not only involved in the French-Indian War, but 
but also the Tory's Den thing, which is at Hanging Rock. Patrick, you still with me? Yeah, I'm listening. All right. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know when your suspension of disbelief will get <laughs> split up in half. Mine's already gone. She was wearing a red petticoat on that day, and a flash of red was seen from Rock House, the, the historic Rock House. Colonel Jack Martin led his group uh, up the mountain and rescued her. So not only was this guy in the French-Indian War, he was saved, the only person because he was tall, strong, and handsome, saved by this group that was just murdering all the prisoners. He traveled for days on a river, settled, and then his daughter was the one that helped <laughs> Colonel Jack Martin find <laughs> and be rescued. Okay? You got all this? Yeah. All right. Richard Cox... The son of Joshua, he had two daughters. One of those was named Nancy Jane. Okay? You got me? Yeah. All right. Nancy Jane married Hardin Reynolds. The son of Hardin and Nancy Jane was named Richard Joshua. Richard Joshua Reynolds, our good buddy R.J. Reynolds of <laughs> the tobacco company. So what do you think about that, Patrick? I mean, it makes sense. You know, like I've actually heard that. None of this makes sense. I've actually heard that story, Philip, with the Tories then. Oh, really? Yeah, I've actually heard that. So how does this happen that this guy, some exceptional dude, and then he has some kids. His grand, his grandson is a tobacco magnate later on. All oh, that's, I mean, what a life. This guy's like Forrest Gump. I mean, yeah, but it's really not that absurd to think about it. I'm sure if he was telling his own story, he was going to exaggerate. Like yeah, we all yeah. do when we, you know, I, you know, I, I think it's a, a natural thing. Was it, uh, Mark Twain said, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. That's true. Okay. All so, right. you know, but, but you know, it's really, it's not unheard of to think about <laughs> like somebody escaping their captors at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Finding a place to settle down. And then, you know, I, I'd love to do more, you know, on this podcast about like, like I'd, I'd love to dive into Tories then a little bit more. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it like culturally speaking, I mean, this is a very big transition in the history of Stokes County, but also in just American history. And, you know, we've mentioned, oh, oh Andrew Jackson. And, you know, I mean, this is a very controversial, but still important time period in just the shaping of America. Talking about getting a land grant and and you know just what the the white people were doing yeah, with the yeah. you know American well, Indians mm -hmm. um, and you know well, Native Americans whatever that, you want. That's the thing in this book. One thing I've noticed is the families that it discusses are really only the like white land owning land owning families. Now one of the things is that's probably the information he could find when he was doing the research. And, you know, it, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, but it was a little wild to me, like this whole wild story. And what's the bottom of it? He's the granddad of tobacco magnate, R.J. Reynolds. You know, if, if stories like that, though, I mean, you think of like, um, you know, it, what pops in my head immediately is like Citizen Kane. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. when you have these families that are larger Which than Which is also life, fiction. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, wasn't that... That wasn't based on like Rockefeller or um, I can't remember who that movie yeah, I think specifically it was, was based, of, but yeah. Um, but you know, you have these the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers. You've yeah. got like these larger than life names in American history, and you know, part of that comes from these. You know, even dare I say, tall tales. You know, your your mm -hmm. your Jack totally. tales, your your name recognition. I really don't find it all that surprising that that this guy would be. You know, RJR's grandpa well i got a few more and i'll save those for another time but when our, our little stokes stories our stories of stokes uh series it's a little too many s's for me i'm not <laughs> i wasn't trained and i'm not media trained so i can't handle it but yeah we'll get we'll get um we'll get more into that at a later date we'll end it there we'll continue on this will be a part of a series and uh when we come back on the other end top five concerts that we want to see Stokes County Boys is brought to you in part by Bull City Bows and Ties. Gussy up your puppy with these easy-to-attach fashion collar accessories. 
your kitty will be sitting pretty in these handsome bows and ties. So go to etsy.com slash shop slash bull city bows and ties to see over 50 styles and patterns. Founder and CEO is vet technician by day, pet fashion icon by night. Independently owned and operated, Bull City Bows and Ties can be found on Facebook or Etsy shop. Once again, etsy.com slash shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties. Bull City Bows and Ties. Tell them the Stokes County Boys sent you. All right, we're back. We're back, Patrick. We're back. And we're going to get into this. Now, a few caveats for how the rules behind this, because we always have to do this. The one thing we said was that this has to be a, something that could actually happen. So no, you know, we can't do Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, no roll. Well, I was going to say no Rolling Stones, <laughs> but I guess oh, technically yeah, yeah. they're still kicking, aren't Not they? the original. I know. <laughs> But yeah, so you couldn't do yeah, we can't do have Led Zeppelin. So they're not getting back together. Let me let me like ask that. you, did did what you just said, like the original lineup, did that play into your list at all? Like Not really. I mean I was, well, I was thinking back about like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, you know, like I was yeah, thinking yeah, back yeah. to that previous episode where we talked about Sammy Stream. Um, Check the archives. But yeah, that didn't play into mine either. Um but these are realistic bands that we could actually see. Yeah. Now I do have one band that Technically, might be broken up, but they're all still alive, and they could get back together at any time. Oh, that's, that yeah, that counts. Happens. That's fine. You never know. Okay, that reunion tour. Yep, yep, exactly. You want to kick us off, Patrick? I will. Um, and Philip, I, I think you mentioned it just a minute ago. Uh, you know the the world's starting to open up again. Yeah, I'm hoping that we're not stupid about it because this Delta. Yeah, you know, <laughs> variants. Uh, you, you hear stuff like LA starting the mask mandate again, and then it's like, oh, great. You know, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, assuming that we continue to move forward, and I mean, venues are opening in full, and, mm-hmm. and there's clearly people have not toured because, you know, yeah, doing some research on this, I just you know, went to Ticketmaster.com. I've started to look at, like, yeah. legitimate places because, again, we want this to be a realistic mm-hmm. thing. And so I was looking at, Actual tours, actual bands, people we haven't seen. Um, and, you know, I do, it doesn't play into the list, but uh, Flog and Molly's coming at the end of September in Raleigh. I think we should go to that, even though we've already <laughs> seen them because I love yeah, it. You know, I it's think been a while, though. It has been a while, but, um, um, you know, obviously, Flog and Molly would not be on the list because we've seen them. Right. So I want to start with, I think, the most obvious, and I wouldn't be surprised if you have this uh, on yours, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah, because we, you and I just actually bought tickets to their show yep. for, yep. Uh, is it July of 2022? That's right. I think. So we're, we're, I think we're both just really excited about that because it's one of those bands I was like, I mean, for almost 20 years, you're just like, oh, I missed that chance to see them live. And... And it's just one of those bands that we've always liked and, you know, we've loved for a long time, but just never, never had the chance. Well, driving to band camp. Yeah. In, yeah. in <laughs> high school every morning. I mean, it, we would from, because I, I can't remember. I think you drove. Yeah, I was in the truck. Yeah, because, you know, I, the time it took to get from my house to West Oaks High School was the first two and a half tracks of the, uh, um, the, uh, the self-titled, the self-titled yeah. album. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I have great memories of that. Um, Philip, I went to the Epicenter Music Festival a couple of years ago. and um, Where is that? Is that the one that's in a field in it, North it, Carolina? Yeah, it yeah. was in Charlotte or the that area, but then they moved it, I believe, to Rockingham for like a year. I don't know if it stayed like it, more than one, but I think they're going back you know, okay. to the Charlotte, maybe Concord area. But um, it was a disaster. In every sense of the word, um, the, mm. there was a tornado, which kind of sucked. Um, yeah. They yeah. didn't offer refunds or anything, but basically the uh, the second night is, you know, it was a three-day show. The second night of the show, they, um, you know, they canceled 
and and sent everybody to the cars. And then oh, you know God. there was a lot of questions. The you know Wi-Fi is next. I mean, there's no Wi-Fi, so cellular yeah, service field. was really it's just a big open field. Yeah, right. Multiple venues. Stuff. Like it, it should have yeah. been cool. And yeah. I did. I got to see the interrupters. Got to see Rob Zombie. Which believe it or not. Great, great oh, I, show. Hey, I, mean, like, I would, I would believe it. Um, but, but you know, I think Corn was there, which <laughs> I'm not a fan at all. But I, I, I am glad to say that you know what, I've seen them live. Okay, you know, like, yeah. But, I mean, um, it's something like that. Might as well see Corn, well, right? You know what? They, they were on a Scooby Doo episode of South Park, like a, a Scooby Doo esque <laughs> Halloween oh, episode, oh, okay. and they actually were like pretty funny. So I have to, you know, I feel like they, I don't like their music really per se, yeah. but. I think that they'd probably, I mean, they're good at what they do, and I think they'd probably yeah. be fun to hang out with. But, you know, I, I digress. The the thing that I took from that experience with Epicenter, um, Tom Morello played. Uh-huh. And, you know, he played several Rage songs, didn't sing or anything. And I don't know if that was just like, I don't know if, I, I don't, obviously they got back together for this tour that they're doing next year. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think there's like bad blood or anything. But I think there was at the time, because you remember their last album was that collection of, cover songs and so what that was it was kind of a trick that it turns out and and this is what i've heard i'm not entirely uh, no expert by any means on this but that's part of the reason why they broke up was because zach de la roca didn't he didn't write any lyrics on that right Mm. and so the other members of the band got paid a lot more for that covers album and he didn't realize what was going on and i think they did it to kind of uh help uh, I, I don't know what happened, but there was bad blood from that. Uh, I guess it, it always blows over it at some point, right? Uh, yeah. And so that's why they're doing the tour, or they just, <laughs> I hate to say it, even with a band like Rage Against the Machine, they probably, you know, if cash flows low for the drummer of Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> they can help them out by getting back together and doing a tour. And I don't know. They're back in business. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Philip, that they have a lot more left in them in terms of like touring as Rage. No, this might be the last was, one. You know, I think this is, the, and this was supposed to happen in 2020, right? And I think this was probably just a, a one and done. They know it's, it's got to be. They know it's coming to the end. I mean, this is the rooftop of Apple Studios type thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they know it's coming to the end. Um, you know, speaking of that, like I, I'm really excited about that um, uh, documentary that's going to come out with about the Beatles with the the Let It Be. Yeah, era. that like, Peter I'm, Jackson did. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited because the trailer's out there. Yeah. on the interwebs. Check it I'm, out. I'm really excited about that. But yeah, so anyway, that's long way of saying I think that's going to be a hell of a show. Rage I know. This machine, and this one's great because we'll actually <laughs> it's actually happening, and I guess we'll report from it next year. Maybe we should tailgate out the end and interview people and we'll put it on <laughs> if we're still doing the show it's just gonna be a bunch of middle-aged guys like us out oh yeah there and, uh... yeah it'll be great yeah <laughs> oh yeah you're right <laughs> I mean, let's face it yeah 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 but you know what we're all gonna be singing along oh yeah get to the end of killing in the name of that place and is then, going to explode yeah, i guarantee and then the then the next day we'll we'll put on our shirts and ties and go to our our crappy job that we hate but we'll feel good that night right all right rage against the machine that's my number one all right well i got that one too so now um we'll just go to your next one i'm i'm gonna cheat a little philip because that's what i do and this is <laughs> this is two bands well you know i it kind of piggybacks on a previous episode i want to see i want to see king gizzard oh yes because you know like i know you guys have seen them i i, I was Truly convinced, oh, I, and I've I, listened to them more since that episode. Yeah, they're they're out there. They're touring. Um, they actually, and this would be a great show, but there's no way I can pull it off because you know, in the fall, my job is is consuming me six days a week, like right. all day, every day. Yeah, but they're playing at the Red Rock Amphitheater. Oh yeah, which I really, really want to see. I don't. even care who's there oh yeah that's an amazing something. venue oh by the way hey mason via uh who we interviewed for uh old crow medicine show that he's playing there this summer i saw so, that Phil. yeah that's I, amazing like, I, I like I, I wish i could see that oh uh, yeah that would be, be cool great yeah but you know and, and just venue aside a good band's gonna be good wherever they go but yeah. it really helps to have a good sound system, a good whatever, but it's the natural acoustics of that place that I want to experience. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I've been out to that area 
and visually, you know, gorgeous. Yes. But I really like actually think about like I really want to go back to Sedona. I loved my time mm-hmm. in Sedona. But like I really want to see a show there. I think King Gizzard would be a great band to see there. Even oh, I mean, totally. like just I, yeah. I really want to see it. But timing's not right. But yeah. they're my next band of the people that, that I've never seen that I want to. I feel a little bit of pride in you in you mentioning that. Now, one cool thing, something AJ sent me the other day, and it was just like, oh, God. So I don't know when it is. It's sometime soon, but in they're touring around Australia right now. They're doing like this five-night residency. I forget where it is. Somewhere in Australia. Melbourne, maybe. Sydney, perhaps. Each night, they're doing completely different set lists. And they're doing completely different genres because, you know, they they have such a catalog and they flip around genres. So, you know, one night they're going to have that heavy metal set. The next night they're going to do their kind of (laughs) more trippy psychedelic stuff. Next, the third night, maybe the jazz album they did. Who knows? But I was just like, oh, man, it'd be so cool to be able to go to Australia for a week and, and just see that, you know. Absolutely. I'll definitely have to check out the set list. Now, they were supposed to play in October in Asheville, Patrick, but they pushed it to next year. So we may be able to see them next year in Asheville. That's a, hey, I'm there. All right. I love that. I love that. Now, here's a band. My, my second one that I'm going to get into is a band. They're a little long in the tooth. It's a band I've liked a lot. I, I got into them in high school. Okay, Patrick? And I think it would just be a really good time. They can do big stadium shows. They've done big festivals worldwide. You know, there's one in in Rio de Janeiro. They played in front of reportedly 200,000 people. And I just want to see this band before they go away. They're still making new music, so I think it could happen. It's Iron Maiden. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I, I love their music. It just seems like something great for a live experience. And two, they'll they'll do big. It's kind of like why I enjoy ACDC. The same <laughs> reason I would enjoy like uh, an Iron Maiden show. And now, and it's pretty much, I'm not enti- 100% sure, but it's pretty much, it's not their original lineup because Bruce Dickinson, who sang most of their famous songs from their sec- uh, their third album on, is actually their second lead singer, but it's that classic lineup, and it's pretty much the same. I mean, the bass player is the same guy who writes all their songs, who reads a lot of books, and then <laughs> writes songs about him. But I would just love to see an Iron Maiden live. I think that would be one of those just like sonic, visceral, just spectacles that I need to check out before I'm dead. Or I there, love, or I love bands that do that too. I mean, it's a yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really gotta check out Iron Maiden, Patrick. I think that. What do awesome. you think about Iron Maiden? You don't. You're I, not that into them, right? Not really. I mean, yeah. and we've mentioned on the show that I'm I'm a little bit more into like the heavier, the heavy metals and the some of that more than you. Yeah. So you don't cross paths, but I got into Iron Maiden through Napster when Napster was good because mm. I remember I would. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean good as in like the 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 college version where you could just get everything for free? <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> Or for me, it was in uh, like junior year of high school. Okay, okay, okay. And what I would do, I'd get home from school. I would pick some, uh, you know, maybe an album's worth of songs to download. I would click download, download, download. Hopefully, they were the right file that was listed. Sometimes you get some wacky ones. Yeah. Um, then I'd have to do something else. And then maybe later that evening, I'd actually be able to listen to those songs that I downloaded. <laughs> but that's how I got into Iron Maiden. Um, but yeah, I want to see them live. Okay. Okay. Um, number the beast. Yeah. (laughs) They're, they're a fun band. Um, you know, kind of piggybacking on that a little bit. My next band, well, it's it more of an individual, but, uh, I think the spectacle is what draws me in now. Um, you know, Phil doing this, because, you know, I sat down this afternoon and really thought about this. Um, with the exception of Rage Against the Machine, I had to really think, because I've seen everybody that real that I really, really want to see. Yeah, but, yeah. but, you know, I say that, but then when I was looking out, you know, okay, like, like take a band like U2. Yeah. 
I could see them. I could not. I'm okay. Like I right. respect what they've done. Um, Elton John is doing the farewell tour. Mm-hmm. I might go to that just kind of the same reason yeah. that you know I saw Dylan or I saw McCartney. Right. You know, I, I I'm right. not as into his music as Dylan or McCartney, but I really respect what he's done. And mm-hmm. so you know stuff like that. Um, but I. I really there's a, a concert coming up in October in Charlotte again because I want I was looking like realistic actual tours that are going on Alice Cooper oh with, yeah with Ace Freely <laughs> special oh, guest wow wait is Ace Freely like opening or? I don't I don't know See, it's just if with, it was it, just, it said with special guest could, Ace Freely if you could guarantee me that Ace Freely was playing with Alice Cooper I'd be like. <laughs> I'd be like, when and where? <laughs> October seventh like- in Charlotte. <laughs> I like, I when I think Alice Cooper, of course I think School's Out. Yeah, but I also think Wayne's World. Yeah, and you know, ooh, well, the Milwaukee, and yeah, you know, yeah. like just, I think that would be a great show. Oh, and it I, would be. Like, I seriously, if if we can pull it off, I might actually does go. Does that to this whole one. like spec the the it's almost like illusions he does the things where he's like he puts his gets his head in the guillotine and gets his head chopped <laughs> off and then he does all these other things like that and it's like well these are basically it's it's part rock and roll show part magic act maybe i don't know but yeah no i i love i, I didn't even think about that but i, I guess i didn't know he was still touring but well, i know, love like, alice cooper i feel like alice cooper is a more educated version of kiss Yes, you know, like yes. I mean, it's it's same it's genre, the- but it's a little bit more theatrical. If you can get more theatrical than face paint and flames and blood, you know, yeah. I think that there's well, there's a I lot think, of storytelling. I think going what on you're saying, Kiss would be more spectacle and just flash bang boom, wow. Alice Cooper, there is a little bit more pathos and a little bit more. I don't know <laughs> if you can call it high art. It would be a little bit more high art than Kiss. I would say, although so. Kiss is, <laughs> yeah, Kiss. Kiss was into comic books. Alice Cooper was into uh, Edgar Allan Poe. So that, I mean, that's the kind of the way you would think about it. I both guess respectable. Exactly. Yeah. And guess what? We like both. Yeah. Okay. But you know, you just you just get a different experience with it. I like that, Alice Cooper. Yes. I'm going to go third. I'm going to pick an unconventional one. Maybe one you wouldn't think I would pick. And I think one of the things that influenced this was uh, the Netflix documentary, which was not a documentary, but it was a concert film, I'd say, of her Coachella performance. I think it was like 2018 or 19. It's Beyonce. Okay. Have you seen that concert? I think it was like Coachella. I forget when. I think it was 2018. And if you watch that film... It's an amazing show. And I'm just, and when I was going through this and thinking about this, I'm like, I want to see that. I want to see something like that. And I don't go to a lot of pop musicians, like stadium shows. And for for my money, I think that was, that's one I probably would plunk down money for. I'd probably go see BTS and take my daughter (laughs) to see BTS. But other than that, just like what I want to see as far as like, you know, we're not going to get to see Michael Jackson in, in his heyday. And even if now you know more about him, you'd be maybe feel bad about even wanting to go see it. But in terms of like a pop star icon, I was thinking of one of those shows. It would be Beyonce. That'd be a great show. Yeah. Like I, I she had like she had like a marching band coming out at the beginning and these kind of mock like HBCU shirts, you know, it was like a drumline thing. And the dancers all had these like, you know, those, um, I, I forget exactly, but you know, it's just given this feel of like a homecoming. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's doing that. There's the costume changes. She's incredible as a performer and a singer and a dancer and all that stuff. And then you have all this like backup, the backup dancers, the, the, you know, how they would kind of shift instrumentation between the songs. She's playing all the good stuff. It, it was awesome. I'm sorry I interrupted you. What oh, no, I think, like, I think that'd be a great show. And, you know, I, I think, you know, back to our teenage years with like Britney Spears, you know, like, yeah. like yeah. the, a lot of these performers and entertainers, they're lip syncing or whatever, like they, She's one of those like Britney Spears had a unique voice and I actually liked it. But I know no, that yeah, like, she's good. 
you know, she her her forte was dancing. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's got it all. Yeah, like she can dance, she can sing, she's got amazing pipes. You know, whether it was with Destiny's Child or on her own. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing. I think that'd be, and they've got the money because they bring in the money. They've got the money to really put on a spectacle. Yeah, like, the I production mean, is amazing. The other cool thing about that documentary is they'll cut to some behind the scenes stuff and just seeing like how they prepare for something like that. And, and what I love about this one in particular, and now I'm talking more about the documentary, but it's a preparation for one show. It's not the whole tour. It was this one particular like big show because it's Coachella and she was headlining it. Right. So there's X tens, thousands. I don't know how many people are seeing that but more than would normally be at any stadium show. But it, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, rec- I guess I'm recommending the, do- the documentary as well. So check that out. Actually, I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see that. Actually. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. That that would be a good one that, uh, a future episode of uh, like rock docs or, or music documentaries. I'll watch a documentary. I uh, love them all. Like- I, I, I'll watch almost any of them. But anyways, all right. You're, uh, what are we on? Four now? Uh, yes, believe so. Because we, we both had the same first one. <laughs> you know. Um, the Counting Crows are coming to Greensboro. Okay. Uh, into September. And when I was looking at, you know, all these artists that are on tour and all that, that's a band that played a very important part of my childhood. Mm. Not as influential as the Beatles. I don't like them as much as the Interrupters. <laughs> But thinking of like their greatest hits, okay, I would really like to to hear, you know, along December live. I would I was like just to about hear to, would, like some of these songs that were just so influential in our middle and high school, you know, CD rotation. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. they're <laughs> August and everything after. Uh-huh. Like, I, I want to hear songs for that. And it just, when I saw that they were on tour, it just kind of like made me stop and think like, that's a band that I would put in my own repertoire, like like I do Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, these, I'm not going to say R.E.M. because R.E.M. I hold to a higher level than yeah. most. Yeah, but, but like, you, you know, Counting Crows was a really important band to me. And and I, I can throw on that August and everything after any any time. Yeah. And so like the the fact that they're coming in, I mean, this is again, I wanted my list to be realistic, but like as in I might actually go to all of these as well. Yeah. And so yeah. I had to throw Counting Crows on there. I gotcha. Yeah. Mine's mine's a little bit more speculative, but I like that. My brother got to do a uh, sound for uh, counting crows when he was in college. Oh, cool. So one of the things he did as a, um, he got a job. Yeah. Like working the soundboard for some of the concerts that they bring to the school he was at. And, um, one of them was the counting crows. And I remember him telling me he got to work with them. Like, you know, he's doing their sound. He's doing the sound check and oh, it's awesome. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. I, I need to ask him about that again. So, um, yeah. But anyways, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, I was just thinking when you were talking about that, it would be great as like a, you know, I don't consider us in a post pandemic stage right now, but whenever we're not. we're not. Yeah. But when we are, it would be a great song to hear live long December, you know, <laughs> as a, uh, as a metaphor for this whole, all this bullshit, because I mean, that's what the song's about. It's about a long December is about, a really hard period of time, you know? And so that line, it's been a long December. I got reason to believe this year will be better than the last. Like hearing that live after not being able to hear a lot of live music, I think it would be even more powerful than the song already is. Or just even, I I just got chills when you even just said that line. Yeah. So yeah, I think absolutely. I think that's like, I don't know, man, like this, this pandemic has been crazy and, and it's just, it's been bad. Yeah. who would have thunk it? And and I don't think that like I, I'm never going to compare like something like a pandemic to to something as serious as like 9/11. You know, I mean, they're different types of of yeah. What am I trying to say? It, like they're different types of major events. You know. You, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more death with this one, but this was also like 
basically <laughs> basically a chaos agent versus a intendant like right right you know it's but when you look on i, I guess what, what i'm trying to say is like when we look back and the older you get the more experiences you have the more you know hopefully intelligently you can speak on these <laughs> events you know because they're in the past and you can look back in retrospect and, and how you handled it how society handled it, whatever you know we we look at we've mentioned the challenger on this show we yeah. we look at like you know our our grandparents generation you know pearl harbor mm. you you look at these major events in people's lives and when we talk about the pandemic, you know, 20 years from now, we're going to view it differently than we do now, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I think of like how we view September 11th now, we, we look back and it's really interesting to me. I know I'm kind of jumping around a little bit here, but, but like, it, it's really interesting to me how we're going to be coming out of this. Yeah. And, you know, you, you think back to that, like, first plane that you saw in the air after September 11th, 2001. And right, that feeling right. like, like that first concert that you go to, that's just full, no masks. Right. You know, like, yeah, I hope we don't ever take it for granted again, the ability to freely move and just be and, and appreciate what we have while and we have get, it and get together with one another. Like we were saying with those live events, there's that transcendent moments and not just the good songs and the good music. It's, it's also that crowd, that you know, that involvement of the audience that, the community. that adds to it. Yeah, the definitely. connection of humanity. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm gonna get into my next one. I'm trying to figure out which way, I which one I'm gonna end on, Patrick. Which one I'm gonna do as my penultimate choice, my number four. If you know me at all, you know that I try to say penultimate as much as possible. It's pretty pretentious, but I really like that word. <laughs> I haven't really seen a big hip hop artist live and this one may or may not happen ever, but this is one I really want to see. I want to see outcast live. Okay. And the reason I say it may not happen, cause I don't even know if Andre 3000 is into doing music anymore, but I feel like they, those two could get together at some point and I would just love to see them because one thing I love about them is big boys. He's just like, he's just a great rapper. He's like, and he looks like a rapper. He acts like a rapper. Uh, uh, Andre 3000, he, he's such a weirdo in like the best way. And I talk about weirdo geniuses. I'm talking about like David Bowie or Prince. I think he's one of those. And I just want to see this dude perform. And, and I think they're a great band. They have the catalog of music that they have is top notch. I want to see this band live. I don't know if I'm going to get to, but I really want to see this band live. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen one hip hop artist. Really? It was Wiz Khalifa. Oh, nice. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it a whole lot. Oh, is it? <laughs> like, Why it wouldn't was you? really good. Yeah. Where was it? Um, oh, It was in Virginia Beach. Randomly, they were opening, or Wiz Khalifa and, and his, his He's crew was. He's a big was, uh, wrestling fan. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um. They were opening for Fallout Boy, believe it or not. Really? It was a weird combination. Yeah, but yeah, But a yeah. great show. But, you know, I know because uh, you mentioned that, you know, I, I almost put Nelly. Oh, really? Yeah, because, like, okay. I, I think I, I would like to see more, you know, expand my mind through different genres and stuff. But but you're right. Like, I mean. Yeah. And like I said, I've seen. I've hip, seen hop, like um, hip hop is, is, is a very interesting live concert compared to mm -hmm. like a rock band. Yeah, you know, there's there's more. Um, uh, I should say, well, no, not not necessarily. I, I, I like I want to say there's less like live instruments being played. I mean, there's a lot yeah, more technology yeah. being used to create the atmosphere, right? But it's still good. Yeah, you know, of course. like yeah, they're gonna make it good. Oh, <laughs> it's a performance, but yeah, I, I want to see Outcast. I think that would be an awesome show. Hopefully, you got to get back together. Give me, give me a reunion show. People do it all the time. There's bands you'd never think would get. I mean, Van Halen with David Lee Roth got back together for yeah. a little bit. I mean, right. Outcast can get back together if they can do that, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't right. be surprised. I mean, and I, just, I, I think too, kind of again, diving deeper into the pandemic era and this and that. Like, I, I think that musicians 
missed playing out. And oh, I'm of hoping, course. There's a fervor that they have to get back yeah, out there and play. And I'm hoping that they all will. Like, oh yeah, you know, take yeah. my money. This might be the the era, like twenty. 2022 2023 there might be a renewed era of even more so than before of reunions that you would not expect you know right people want to get there and, and get out there and play you know from experience i can tell you like the the zoom bands that yeah. we saw the the you yeah. know everybody playing to a click track and all uh, like, like yeah philip it was a placeholder i would i would not be opposed to seeing like a band like fish like a jam band, I, yeah, I would why not, not be. I, I would not be opposed <laughs> to anything right now. You know, just just seeing people communicate and just create together. We need that more than anything. I think. Um, right. Safely, last one again. We're not. Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah, done yeah. yet. With yeah, the, we're not. You know that. Um, I've got a indirect honorable mention here, and okay, um, it's because they're playing in Durham. But I would only go. Well, I would enjoy the whole show, but. Like I love one of their songs, just the Marshall Tucker Band. Okay, I would love to hear. Is it "Hurt um, It in a Love Song"? It is. I love it. Hurt it in a love. Song. It's such a great song. I have I mean, to like, sing it when I gotta, say it. <laughs> I mean, they have a flute solo. It's great. Oh yeah, that is true. And they're playing Ooh. at the Carolina Theater, and so like you know, I don't know if you've ever seen anything in that venue. Yeah. Like, guys, such a great saw, venue, uh, such a historic. No country for old men there. Okay. Okay. And Tim and Eric. <laughs> it's such a beautiful venue and like just the the aesthetic kind of like we yeah. mentioned with the oh, red, yeah. it's the a red, red rock mm-hmm. like would love to see that um but i mean ultimately like and I, I might actually go but i'm not itching you know yeah that's not a top like, five you know so philip again what would, if they what if they performed and they left out the flute in that song what i'd, I'd still be okay with it okay um, all right flute's not my favorite instrument but, no, but uh, it kind of makes that it, it song. It really does. But you know, if they if they decided to do a, uh, of course, it's not like Jethro Tull sans flute, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Phil, the 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 last one I'm going to go with is Ben Folds. Oh, because okay. I've actually never seen Ben Folds. I haven't perform. either. I haven't either. Growing up, I or well, growing up, like like all through college, I knew who he was. He was getting a start, you know. But he was a Chapel Hill boy. Yeah. And you yeah. know the Ben Folds Five, like mm-hmm. like the kind of like talking about the Counting Crows. The, it's a person who I deeply respect musically. Yeah, and ultimately, realistically, I feel like I need to because of my connection with this community, mm-hmm. the Chapel Hill, Raleigh, Durham. Like I feel like I need to see this person perform. <laughs> yeah, and I've Good never point. heard of him put on. I've never heard of him putting on a bad show. Everybody that I've known that's seen him perform or his his band perform has spoke, you know, very highly of the performance. Like I think that that's got to be one of those that I realistically need to see. I like that. I like that a lot. And and um, we we have talked a little bit about the Chapel Hill scene, and he was definitely part of that and coming out of that, like kind of in the tail end. Um, I guess in the mid late nineties, but yeah, that, that's, that's one I would never have thought of. But when you mentioned him, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I haven't seen him live either. And he's an amazing piano player oh, and you just want to see great. him. You just want to see him rip it up on a piano, right? Great. And it doesn't matter what he's playing. He's one of those two though. But he's got to do that 6am day after Christmas. <laughs> I mean, what a great first She's line. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ben Folds is a like a person that I would want to see in a venue like the cradle. Like oh Local yeah. Bible. You know, I don't, yeah. E- even though Not I know a, that he can fill up a stadium, like I'd really like to see a more intimate venue. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to be a little closer to him, watching his fingers flap around on those, that keyboard, right? Yeah. <laughs> Interacting with the audience a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Now here's one that I also want to see. This is my last one that I want to see in like a two, uh, a, a place like the Cradle would be amazing, but it, they probably have to play a little bit bigger, thousand seat, two thousand kind of venue. Is um, and I've never seen them live, obviously, because they made this list. But it's a band I really like a lot. They have a pretty awesome live show, from what I've heard and what I've seen on videos and and pictures and things like that. It's a uh, Gogol Bordello. Okay. And so, I mean, one of the things is one of the things is help them. They have like eight people in the band. 
and they're playing all kinds of different instruments. There's fiddles and accordions and guitars and drums and everything. And the the lead singer will often like ride on a, a big like concert bass drum in the audience sometimes. And they just they'll play buckets sometimes, they'll run around and but uh and I love their music. If you don't know, it's kinda like a he's Ukrainian. Their band members are from all all different. It's like an immigrant band. They're they're immigrant punks, as their uh, as one of their songs on their first first album is. But it's like just this. It's almost like this gypsy band playing punk rock, and it's really cool. And I've always wanted to see them live, and I never have. And and that's one of the first. It's actually the first band I wrote down is Gogol Bordello. That's one of the, one of the bands I've never seen live, and I, I just gotta see them. I just gotta experience that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, you know, I don't that like you. I mean, you you were perusing Ticketmaster, so you're like uh, you're scheduling these events for these top five. This one, I I don't even know if they're still playing right now. I haven't like kept up with them that much, but hopefully, hopefully they're still kicking around, and I can check it out. I'm sure if they come around at all, like I, all of these bands mentioned today. <laughs> Like <laughs> I know, yeah. Here, take my money. I know. It was like you, you, you were you were mentioning stuff. I was like, oh my god, like Alice Cooper, even Ben Folds. I was just like, oh yeah, damn. I, I would, I would. Even now, it's more precious now these live concerts that you appreciate them more, and so you're you're less likely to miss stuff that you probably would have just been like, eh, I'll skip this one. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, without a doubt. Like if I'm free and I can afford it, I'll I'll be tired the next morning. That's right. I don't yeah. mind. Take Wait, the hit. Take the hit on one night of sleep and catch up the next day. I'll tell you that, Philip. Though of of all the bands we talked about today, like that rage, <laughs> yeah, it better not. Dis- I don't oh, think it, it will. Be. It better There's not no disappoint because I'm no so way. freaking pumped for that show. Yeah, it'll be good. We'll enjoy it, and you can enjoy our stuff ongoing. Not only on this podcast, but you can follow us on Twitter at SC Boys. Instagram at Stokes County Boys. Email us. Let us know who you're looking forward to seeing at Stokes County Boys at gmail.com. And all the music featured on the show. I, th- I think I'm going to have to, uh, on the intro and outro, put in a uh, <laughs> whole Marshall Tucker band. <laughs> Thinking about that song, I'm like, I, I got I to gotta put that in there. You can check that out on the Spotify playlist. Don't forget, keep this show going. We do this for fun, but, you know, it helps to to make a little cash so we can, like, get T-shirts made. I want to do some live shows, so we got to organize that, and that takes a little cheese, so you can help us out. Anchor.fm slash scboys slash support. As little as 99 cents a month. Patrick, can you swing a dollar a month, just a $12 a year, just to throw a little bit our way so we can do some interesting things and make some merch and button more buttons and things like that. Could you do that, Patrick? I mean, I'm doing my best. You could do it, Patrick. Cover art, don't forget, by the gorgeous George. Check him out on Instagram. Buy some of his shirts. He's got hey, he's he's got a new he's got a new shirt coming, a new hat coming. Um, he previewed it the other day, so you can check that out. Patrick's always a pleasure. Take it easy, man. Yep. Yeah!